Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. All right. Um, it's been a little while since I recorded with a guest. So thank you for being here, Emma. Uh, we connected in Instagram recently because I was really drawn to the like beauty and use of the physical body in healing that I saw on your Instagram account. Um, so I you, you've listened, I think, to enough of my work to know that I like when my guests introduce themselves. So why don't you introduce yourself yeah. and then we'll just start chatting. Yeah. So um, my name's Emma um, and I went through my abortion um, over three years ago and slowly kind of throughout that journey. Um, yoga has always been a big part of my journey, even before my abortion. And it's something that really helped me heal and it's something that I just kept, kind of kept coming back to. Um, yeah. And it's something that I kind of wanted to start sharing with others. So I was kind of in like maybe a year ago, I was kind of in a little bit of a rut with where, okay, I've been a nurse for two years. What am I doing? <laughs> and then one of the teachers that I follow was doing a teacher training class. And I was like, maybe this is it. This is kind of what I need to do. And I did it and it was great. And I kind of wanted to combine my love of yoga and my experience with abortion, my experience as a nurse, um, to kind of create a place where people could kind of come together and heal physically and mentally through yoga. Yeah. Um, with no kind of expectation. I have no, you know, I don't know where this will go, but it's kind yeah. of just something that also could help me heal in a way. Like it yeah. did work for me and just kind of connecting with other people or just kind of creating that space is something that I just felt passionate about yeah. and kind of just felt like that's where my life needed to go um yeah so that's kind of where that is I just started and I love you it. reached out and I was like I've been doing this for two days but <laughs> I was fast Excellent. <laughs> um one thing I love about it is the um I was going to say the body is one of the last places I tend to lean into, but that's not actually true. Movement is one of the last mm. things I tend to go to or remember to use for healing. So I feel like for some people, it's like the first thing they, it's like, let me move my body. And every energy healer, anyone I've ever talked to is like, you've got to move more. Like you just need, your body just wants to move. And I'm like, yep. move, why would I move? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when I saw the couple of like sort of yoga videos you offered in terms of healing, um, I particularly love it because it's not something I think about and I know I need. And so mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of us, um, who need to move our emotions, our experiences, our like energy through our body in that way. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about 
how yoga helps you do that, like how it helps you like literally move shit through your body. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. And cause yoga is all about kind of that mind and body connection. And, yeah. you know, yoga at a certain phase in my life was very physical. It was all about the power flows, like the vinyasa, moving, moving, moving. And then actually after my abortion, it was kind of more emotional and I was still moving, but in a different way. So I think what yoga is good at is that it's kind of moving with that intention versus Mm -hmm. just kind of going to the gym, doing a class, being present for 60 minutes and then walking away. Whereas as you kind of get into your practice a little bit more and my practice, it like has evolved throughout the years that I've been doing it is kind of that real connection to your body and setting an intention for, okay, why am I moving my body today? What do I want out of this? And then Mm. we develop those skills on the mat, they kind of seep into your life a little bit, right? Like it's in so much more than just my abortion, but just kind of finding that inner strength, that self-love, that self-compassion is just so healing and all, like life is hard, like life is shitty. You go through (laughs) shitty things. And so when you have kind of those skills, that you develop kind of almost unconsciously. Like there's things that I noticed in my life that, you know, yoga has kind of really helped me through. You develop those skills and they stay with you when you're off the mat. So kind of, and especially with this page, is kind of being able to create that safe space where maybe you're not ready. Maybe it's not like intentional yet, but you have that space where you can go where you're saying to yourself, I'm allowed to be present. I'm allowed to be safe like whatever happens happens this is my safe space and then slowly as your body feels safe you feel safe in other places outside of your mat so that's kind yeah. of how yoga has helped me and my goal kind of for this page when I hear you talk about it I imagine like also um two things like one is um feeling safe anywhere helps you feel safe everywhere or at least safer but the other Mm -hmm. is also just like charging your battery like yoga is just another way to charge your battery so that Mm -hmm. you have that like I'm going to use the word charge again so that you have that charge when you're out in the world right it's like I'm falling back on a full cup versus like I'm drained 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 so Mm -hmm. um Again, even my language is ridiculous because that's how much I use yoga in my life. (laughs) When you went through your own experience um, with your abortion, did you remember to use yoga as a tool for healing? Or when you were in what maybe I'll use the language of like the thick of it. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's the right language. But like when you were in the thick of it, you kind of forgot that it would be healing and then in retrospect we're like oh I can you know what I mean like did you remember to use it when you were in the thick of it I think in the thick of it not as much as I should should have like my practice has kind of been inconsistent for the past decade and it's only in the past few years that it's really become part of like my daily life yeah um but when I was in the thick of it, it was actually in a yoga class where I found that I was pregnant. I used to, I went to this power class every Monday and I was in this class and I was like, I don't feel right. Mm. Like something is not, some, like I'm not getting, and even the instructor was like, you're not 
like, are you okay? Like, you're just yeah. not keeping up. Or not, like, not in any way, but it's just like, something's off. And I said, I know, something is off. And I was like, and so I think for the first few weeks just yeah I just I didn't use those I haven't I hadn't had those skills developed yet like I was kind of still on that whole physical yoga where you know you go you do your classes and you leave yeah thing it was only that kind of developing that practice in life that kind of happened in the past few years especially with COVID and being a nurse during the pandemic like I used yoga in a lot of my life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and the thick of it, I wish I kind of had those skills that I have now. And yeah. it was even like, you know, when life, life isn't going to be perfect, it's nice having those skills. Like you said, kind of being able, it's almost like an extra battery, like kind of yeah. just that backup battery, having those skills. So I kind of wish I had yoga more when I was going through well, I'm My thinking like sure. we don't, I mean, you and I both could get off this call and end up in a different thick of it, right? Yeah. Like life throws us things all the time. Um, and so having some kind of practice where you are charging your battery prepares you for those times when life mm-hmm. gets stressful and messy. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I noticed when you were talking is um, being in that power did you call it power class like power yoga yeah. Power <laughs> yoga, yeah right so if you're practicing something on any amount of regular basis it's such a cool way to know when something's off right mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. if I'm a runner and I just something doesn't feel right I know there's some I know I'm off if I go to yoga regularly or semi-regularly and I don't feel right. I know something's off. Um, I like knowing that we we have some kind of practice that's our gauge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's really cool that you had a practice that you could even tell something was off. Because yeah. most no, people funny. don't. Like most people are just exactly. going, 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 burning, burning, burning. And mm-hmm. there's no time or space to even notice what's off. Yeah. Absolutely. And especially as you know, someone with a uterus, like just our cycles just affect our daily lives. Like on day one of our cycle, we are not the same person as we are on day 28. Like it's just, and that's something that again, kind of after my abortion, I started to become more aware of is tracking my cycle and seeing how I felt. And I just, you know, I think that's so important for people who do have a uterus to understand that and have that self-awareness that's not taught, that's not taught in school. It's not, you know, periods or something to kind of be ashamed about, you know, you're hiding your tampon, like when you're going to the bathroom in high school or things like that. So yeah. it's, again, and yoga kind of helps with that and, or with anything, like if it's the gym, if it's running, like just having that connection with your body is just so important and something that not enough of us have because our society doesn't really allow, not allow that, but it doesn't embrace that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you, if there were listeners who, okay, two pieces, if there are listeners who know yoga, are there any particular poses or sequences or like practices that you would recommend? And then if there's people like me who don't know yoga (laughs) and we're going through something like an abortion and have 
I don't know if you would agree with this from your experience, either as a nurse or a personal experience, but I think a lot of us, we dissociate, we detach, mm. we avoid, we kind of like lose a lot of presence in our body when we're sorting mm. out our thoughts and feelings about abortions. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be some things that you would recommend to listeners? I mean, getting on your mat in any way is excellent and kind of depending on where there's different styles of yoga and Mm -hmm. something that I really resonate with is kind of a slow flow where you're kind of, you're still moving, you're flowing, but it's slower. It's with intention. Um, So you're still kind of maybe not, you're not sweating, but you're not kind of staying in the same pose like yin where you're in a pose for five to sometimes seven minutes, Yeah, which you're really with your thoughts. If you're someone who's like, you know, really struggling, like with lots of thoughts, like yin is maybe not for you. You won't be able to sit in the pose for five minutes. You maybe need a vinyasa faster flow to just like breathe it out, sweat it out so that you can kind of let those thoughts go. So mm-hmm. I think depending on where you're at, like, you know, if you're, you know, kind of in the thick of it with all the emotions, like a power class, a vinyasa class, if you're someone who needs to just kind of rest, like your body's sore from the procedure your uterus is cramping like you're bleeding like a power flow maybe wouldn't be for you maybe you do need that restorative or yin class so I think and also like looking into like what classes will look like YouTube has a lot of great classes reading the description like kind of just and again it's also that awareness of what do I need which can kind of be hard so I'm hoping with my page I can at least guide you and okay like if this is where you're at this class would be good for you like Cause it's all, and whenever people tell me, oh, I don't do yoga. I don't like yoga. I'm like, you just haven't found the yoga that you need. Like, and <laughs> well, the, the only yoga I've, I've ever really loved <laughs> is actually, um, oh my God, I'm totally blinking. How am I <laughs> blinking right now? Cause I talk about, I've talked about it a lot in the podcast. It's the one with all like the breathing and the sound and the like, oh my God. How am I blinking? There's like a lot of sound. Like chanting? Kundalini. Oh my God. Kundalini. Yes. (laughs) That was like really bothering me. Um, (laughs) That the times I've done Kundalini, I'm like, oh, this is for me. Mm. I could get into this. And it is wacky. Like it is not. (laughs) It's kind of crazy (laughs) yoga. (laughs) Not exactly my style. but that's okay because you just need to find what works for you and how you're able to express and if that's how you express by chanting and breathing and getting loud and you know that's fine if you're someone new just kind of needs what's nice about you know youtube and kind of the virtual world world is that you can do it in your bedroom in the safety of your own home like you don't have to go to a studio if that doesn't feel good for you so it's kind of nice. That was, you know, one of the positives that came from COVID and the virtual world kind of exploding is that ability to kind of do yoga in your own home. Yeah. Okay. I have a question about that. Um, even with the work I do, which is um, much more talk focused, definitely mm-hmm. body focused as in like getting, listening to our bodies, paying attention to our bodies, Um, but obviously just like in seat, like I don't do movement stuff. One of the fears so many people have 
in going to therapy or getting coaching or starting to talk about their abortion is that they will unlock something really scary or that feels terrible and they'll get stuck there. Mm-hmm. Two things. One, I'm thinking yoga is a great, great way to remind yourself that you're not going to get stuck, like mm-hmm. keep moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. That one thing, that's one thing popping up for me. But the other thing is like, what would you say to somebody who is afraid to to um, use yoga as a tool for healing because they don't want to face what might release? Language mm. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I think that's completely fair if that's where you're at in your abortion journey. Like just like even as a nurse or as someone who's done therapy, like, just because you know that that's maybe what you need, you may not be ready yeah. to accept that. You may not be ready. And like with all aspects of life, like, and even with yoga or healing after abortion, you need to kind of be ready to face that. And if you're not in that place, that's okay. And I think, but then, you know, I, it's tricky because you want to be able to live the life you know like what you say you deserve to live the life that you made your choice for and it's yeah but I just think with any type of healing you're not going to heal if you're not ready and that takes time and that's also okay and kind of just putting yourself out there and recognizing that there's spaces for you there is support out there for you knowing that when you're ready you are allowed to heal I think is valid and but if you're not ready that's also okay so I don't know if that really answers the question, but just... Yeah, I think um, what I'm wanting to say or hearing is like, just listen to yourself. Like if you mm-hmm. have that fear and you you may be better with an instructor or in a class mm-hmm. where you know you're going to be held, where you yeah. know if you fall apart, someone's going to help pick you back up. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or that may be too scary to be in a space with other humans and you may prefer to be at home sort of moving and releasing and and processing through. Um, so I guess my answer always about everything is uh, listen to what you need and what feels mm-hmm. like the thing you want to try. Um, but I do think... I do think there is a really beautiful power in moving your body to remember you're not going to get stuck. Like Mm -hmm. I have learned how to hold people with my voice and my energy. Um, So when someone lands in a place that feels scary when we're talking, I can sort of hold that space and keep it moving But that's basically what I'm doing is like helping keep that energy moving. And Mm -hmm. it's reminding me, and I guess I do do this a lot. Like I'll say to a client, like just shake, you know, like shake it off, wiggle, move, like, but it's wanting me to remind listeners that um, when you're afraid things are going to get stuck or you're going to land in a place you can't get out of, like movement is such a good way to, to keep Mm -hmm. processing through. Yeah, and there's certain movement in poses that may feel good or not so good. Like even, you know, 
like our mind is very connected to like our hips and often people in a yoga class if they're stretching out the hips they may say you may notice certain emotions building and certain poses may feel good and maybe not feel good and I've been in a position where you know I'm doing a hip opener with myself and I'm like this is getting really uncomfortable something's coming up I'm not ready to release it I'm not ready to deal with it and then I back out of the pose and I do a child's pose I do something that I know is going to make my body feel good because yeah you don't always have to push through it. Like yes. there's always, you know, in yoga classes, they're always saying, you know, release what no longer serves you, release what no longer serves you, but you may not be ready to release that. And yeah. that's also okay. You're allowed to have that awareness where, you know, when this doesn't feel good, I need to back out of it and I need to go into a safe pose. I'm not ready and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Child's pose is like my favorite pose in the world ever. I should just do child's pose like 10 times a day. Like <laughs> anytime I land in a child's pose in any yoga I've ever done, I'm like, I just want to stay here the rest of the class. This is my happy place. <laughs> so, and sometimes that's my whole practice. And it's, you know, my colleagues or my friends are always like, oh, you're so good. You do yoga every day. And I'm like, sometimes it's just 10 minutes of child's pose in that all they do I love that reminder um it is yeah it does feel so good um okay anything else that you came wanting to share with the audience either about your own experience and how yoga helped or I don't know like what did what did you come wanting people to hear from you that we maybe haven't said because talked about a lot already (laughs) um I mean definitely just this idea that you know you are allowed to heal and I think that's something that I really struggled with after my abortion is just kind of this idea that you know abortion isn't loss abortion like you made your choice like why are you grieving like things like that like it was a very negative I mean I was very well supported but it was just like kind of society like led me to believe that I wasn't allowed to heal and it wasn't lost and then slowly as I began to kind of just kind of process and do therapy and all that stuff like I wish someone would have told me that just right off the bat you're allowed to heal and you're allowed to grieve and you're allowed to Mm. feel just because you made a choice that was the right choice Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it wasn't you know that it was an easy choice and because it wasn't like no abortion choice is ever easy. Um, no one chooses to be in that position ever. But, you know, you are allowed to feel and you are allowed to get to that space. So when you're ready and when you've kind of accepted that, you know, there are places that where you can be supported because finding that inner strength and having that self-compassion, that self-love and that permission to heal is what's going to get you through this and you do get through it like remember when I was in the thick of it for months and I just couldn't see past this and yeah now I am three years later I'm like wow I wish I could have just told myself that mm-hmm. you're gonna get through this and you know you never know you always end up where you need to be I hate the saying that things happen for a reason yeah I hate it <laughs> but I do believe that you end up where you need it to be and this is where I needed to end up to be and that didn't sound right this is where I needed to be and you know you will get to that place as well yeah 
I don't know if you've seen on my Instagram when I've talked about it, but I have kept this phone screen on my, like, and it's been so, it's these five things. Um, It's kind of my lock screen. And the very first is um, permission. And it's just, I have permission, which is essentially mm-hmm. that, like, I have permission to heal. I'm allowed to heal. I have permission to grieve. I'm allowed to grieve. Mm-hmm. If I have permission to feel, I'm allowed to feel. So I use it all the all day long, every day for anything, right? Like it, mm-hmm. I just did a bunch of travel and I'm in the airport. And I'm like, so frustrated. I just want to be home. And I'm like, <laughs> it's okay. You're allowed to be frustrated. Like you don't want to yeah. be here. It's okay. And when I talk about permission or this idea of like, I'm allowed to, you're allowed to, it's a funny thing because we don't need it. Like we don't need permission mm-hmm. to feel but we want it and that's yeah. okay. It's mm-hmm. okay to want to, to hear. It's okay. You, you mm-hmm. can do that. You're allowed to do that. Um, I can't. So the, so these five things on my lock screen are permission, perspective, perseverance, what I want matters and I honor my future. I can't tell you how many times I literally just see the word permission and I'm like, ah. Oh, Okay. I'm good. (laughs) Nothing's gone wrong. We're going to be okay. Everyone's going to be okay. Um, and it is like a thing we've sort of been socialized that you need permission for someone else. But I think just giving yourself permission to be where you are and to go where you want to go is like so immensely valuable. Yeah. Beautiful. No, 100%. Yeah. So, um, I, I know we, have connected before on Instagram. Are you, did you say you are putting videos on YouTube too? Yeah. Once okay. they become more techie, yeah. <laughs> I, will be, I will be getting videos out. I film stuff. It's just, yeah. Didn't realize nurses are not, we're not techie people. We have many skills, but we're not techie people. So that is my hope to get more videos out there for people that kind of like what we're talking about, kind of what you need. I have like a power class that I want to get out for that inner strength. I have a slow flow for just like that mind body connection. I have a class for just menstruation, like which can be used for nice. cramps and feeling that I'm unco- like that discomfort, which oh, I remember after the abortion, it was the worst cramps ever, but <laughs> just like different things. Like that's kind of yeah. what I'd like to get out there soon. And do you do like, do you practice with people like one-on-one or? in groups or are you mostly just trying to put content out that people can can use trying to just get content out there um I mean I do teach friends I do I do teach kind of one-on-one more like friends as I build up my I'm a very new teacher this is a very new thing so teaching kind of whoever just wants to be taught um, just from my own practice as I kind of get more into that teacher role um but yeah I don't know where this will kind of go so but I just needed to get it out there beautiful well I am a huge fan of just getting it out there (laughs) (laughs) and the stuff you've put out so far is really beautiful and just feels healing to be in the presence of so thank you for this I will definitely be sending people to your page um it is heal one pose at a time correct yes yeah and of course I will link to it 
if there's anything else you want to share about your experience or your hope for people, now would be the time. Otherwise, we can wrap up. Just again, you're allowed to heal. And when you're ready, you can come heal one pose at a time with me. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Until next week. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.